a Yiddish yinzer from New York, New York, on episode 29 of... My guest today is a successful freelance producer who has worked on music videos for artists such as Beyonce, Nora Jones, Passion Pit, and J. Cole, along with numerous commercials and short films. His work can be viewed at btonset.com for free. <laughs> he is a Pittsburgh native who is an all-county long snapper for the Alderdice Dragons in high school and has the persistent back problems to prove it. As fate would have it, he was also my randomly assigned freshman year roommate at Washington University in St. Lewis, whose snoring was worse than the Holocaust, and whose alphabetized DVD collection was at best an unhealthy obsession. He is Big T, the teen is, so turn her the beat around, all y'all at home, and please welcome to the podcast my friend and accomplice, the nubile ne'er-do-well, Mr. Brian Turner. That was quite an amalgamation of words. I told you I was gonna fucking bring it for the intro. Yeah, some of that isn't actually factually accurate. Well, please correct it, not, because it, my research, it, it, my it, research team is obviously not paid enough. Well, also, any of your listeners know that there's a lot of factual inaccuracies going on here with Gopher Gadgen. Um, how's Mickey doing, man? Tell him I said what up. Yeah, for the listeners out there, he's he's my uh, my dog. He's good. We're uh, actually back in Pittsburgh. I don't know if you like to timestamp these these puppies, but uh, it's Thanksgiving weekend. That's true. So, um, but but let's start with Thanksgiving. Tell me about what Thanksgiving Day is in Osaka. Uh, it's a day. I'm making Thanksgiving for some friends tomorrow night. Some Japanese folks. I'm making a turkey. My fridge is stocked right now. I'm full of shit. My friend, uh, my friend Yoshie, previous podcast guest Yoshie, her mom helped me custom Hello. order a turkey from this department store food hall butcher. So who are you gonna have at your house on Saturday? It's not taking place in my apartment, Brian. I have oh. I have one burner on my stove. My friend has an actual oven. Most uh, Japanese apartments do not have built-in ovens. You have to buy them and they sit on the countertop and they cost, you know, maybe four or five hundred dollars and they're like the size of like a microwave and a half. This must be a problem for you, though. You fancy yourself as some sort of a chef. You know who else fancied himself was Liberace. So I'm not too worried about it. Listen, Brian, I have a really important question to ask you. Talk to me. What is the better slice of Pittsburgh pizza? Aiello's or Minio's? Oh, that's a great question. And it's a very simple answer. And it's an Aiello's pie. Why is that, Brian? The people at Minio's, I think, have at least over in recent history have sort of overextended their reach they now actually are the two units north of the original shop and there's an ice cream shop there and a full restaurant or they've got a whole bunch of other sort of side businesses that pizza i think now has really taken the back seat but as for the olden days i just you know i needed a little bit more the taste it was it was all about the dough and the minios just didn't have it for me also you know minios toppings they used to put the toppings under the cheese which i always felt like was oh such chicago a that's a chicago move the toppings under yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't a pie the way that Chicago is. Right. That made sense with Chicago pie. With I didn't like the employees there. The the actual restaurant felt like a ski lodge. Whereas you know Aiello's, you you go in there and you would shoot the shit with the guys there. You know it was it was it's just a better experience, a better pie. No, you know you know who's a Minio's guy and you know who's an Aiello's guy and you meet after you eat pizza because you won't go into the other place. Wow. So how many gang fights have you been in over pizza? It is a Jets and Sharks situation. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> and are you the it. Puerto Rican? Um, gang or the american gang in this metaphor uh well you know that i have hispanic roots that's true you are peruvian if i'm not mistaken no no brazilian brazilian i'm so sorry i'm a bigot this is not fascinating radio here listen brian it all gets edited all right <laughs> are there any projects that you're working on that you're excited about anything cool going on? uh 
Yeah, actually, well, I don't know when. When will this be released? In the next couple of days or a couple of weeks? Brian, nobody's listening to this piece of shit. Well, again, we're no. I don't want to timestamp us here, but uh, just finished a couple of commercials. One for a child, a, a young girl's doll, a flying fairy. And you're uh, allowed no, to be least. in the presence of young girls. I thought the cops said. <sighs> No? Well, you have to have a welfare worker there. Yeah, you have oh, to have a representative yeah, 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 from the yeah, yeah. from the from the Department of Labor has to be there to make sure that everything is copacetic. Did a couple of funny funny bits, funny gags for a uh, battery maker okay. um, for right a on. Christmas holiday. So that'll be fun. That'll be on uh, on the on the site soon. And right now, actually working on a promo for the second season of Last Week Tonight, the John Oliver show. Oh, very cool, man. Very cool. Let's progress, man. You actually went to Tokyo, if I'm not mistaken, a few years ago for your production. Like, what was that like? That's right. So I was only there for a week, unfortunately, uh, and worked a couple of days while I was there, but got a few days on my own. Yeah, we were in Tokyo. It was the summer of 2010, and it was for Converse, the sneakers, but uh, it was an upside down kind of experience in many ways and, and, and at the same time some of it was very familiar but there were some significant differences for especially um, the cleanliness I thought was the first thing that really right. caught my eye I mean right. New York City is a toilet it's the little things about Tokyo that I felt were game changers what Tokyo was-, was an incredibly huge experience What's the largest metropolitan area in the world it's 38 million people in the Tokyo metro area that includes Yokohama and if you count yeah, Yokohama as a separate city, it's actually bigger than Osaka, which is the second biggest city in Japan. Yeah, I actually made it to Yokohama. That has the big Ferris wheel, right? That's right. Well, they all there's yeah. a lot of big Ferris wheels. But, I mean, it, it, Yokohama is like if Brooklyn was bigger than L.A. Right. So the coolest things I did in Tokyo were, first and foremost, was hitting the, um, the fish market, the Tokyo Su- port. Tsukiji fish market. Which was one of the coolest things. And if you're there for uh, an hour, it's worth it. And I think the guidebooks tell you to go at like four or five in the morning when they, when the, before the sun even comes up. So we had a night out of drinking and then made our way straight over there. And afterwards, there's so many sushi places right there. We had breakfast at like 7 a.m. Uh, hungover at that point, of course. I mean, you see these guys are man handling all of this fish that's still flapping around in these eel that they like nail put a nail through their face and then just start skinning them right alive i mean it was one of the it sounds a little grotesque but as long as you uh have a tough stomach and you like fish it was really one of the coolest experiences i've ever had yeah i mean i won't tell your girlfriend but you definitely manhandled a couple fish back in your day am i right or am i right huh Eric. so so was the language barrier an issue when you were in japan because i did this production i don't know if people i guess everybody anybody who's listening to this knows me so they know what i'm talking about i'd made this commercial for my friend yoshie and her her family's company new japan they have a couple capsule hotels i made this commercial on the internet and when we were doing the spot i basically sort of wrote this edited directed you know screwed the whole thing up for everybody the whole crew was only japanese and japanese speaking so i had a i mean it was just imagine instructing a 55 year old japanese woman in a gorilla suit about the correct way to grab your ass yeah and that's one of the joys of my job Oh, really is you get to say sentences like now put on this gorilla suit and grab someone's ass the language barrier obviously is without a doubt a, a problem but since I was there for work we actually had a couple of sort of guides I guess you would call them um, with us that were locals and obviously spoke fluent Japanese and fluent English and they helped us get through everything from ordering food to um, you know getting around it was it was the, it was a great week it was absolutely a great week since I've been living in Japan one of the jokes that I always say is, 
私は日本で字幕がいります。And basically what I just said is in Japan, I need subtitles. Yeah. How do you say what's the deal with in Japanese? Like Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> That's right. この、uh, えっとね、um, What's the deal with Brian? Brian と問題は何ですか<laughs> That was not really correct Japanese, but I think people would understand it. My grammar is pretty bad, but people can usually get what I'm saying if I say it a couple times. I should let the audience know, the extensive audience here, that about a year ago or so, when you decided you were, you were thinking about it or you had decided that you were going to go, the first thing I said to you at the time was, well, that's great. Now you need to start learning Japanese. And your first response to that was, yeah. Like, I'm going to learn how to speak Japanese. <laughs> and here you are. And, and I think the people should know that when I saw you about three, four weeks ago for the、uh, New York City Marathon, we went to dinner the night before because you had to carb up. And so we're sitting at this Italian place in the East Village in Manhattan. And the hostess sits us down. There w a s four of us next to two women, Japanese women, speaking Japanese. And Eric, like the. Uh, arrogant asshole is the word you're looking、right. for, I think. With the arrogant, like the arrogant asshole that he is, immediately walked over to them, interrupted their conversation, and started speaking at them in <laughs> Japanese.、Uh, and I, they were both shocked that a white man that tall could talk Japanese as they were that he was rude enough to come over and talk to them. So let's talk politics for a second while we're, <laughs> while we're on the subject.、Um, It's Thanksgiving, you, why you, not? Yeah, you want to be my you, obnoxious uncle you, for a bit? That's right. So you were here for election day, if memory serves.、That's、and by、correct. here, I mean in the States. That's correct. I was in the greatest country in the world. Right. And did you get to exercise that right? I tried to exercise that right, actually. Did I already tell you this story? Is that why you're bringing it up? No, no. I... Election day no toki ni. I went to the. I don't know why I said that in Japanese. I was just trying to show off. After this, Eric began to tell a six and a half minute long story about his election day troubles. We'll fast forward to the end, mercifully. That without Eric, registering the vote, I voted really, for that. This is a really, really, really roundabout way of answering the question Did you exercise your right to vote? I apologize. No. <laughs> <laughs> The answer is just no. That's it. The answer is no. Dekimasen deshita. Oh, that's a shame. So, what, what's the voting process like in Japan? That's a terrific question. I have no idea. If I had to imagine, it's a J pop style singing competition. <laughs> uh, Politicians are well, all I, animated, if I'm not mistaken. By the way, I want to apologize, Brian. I was very late to our scheduled time because I was at a Japanese jam band concert and the band insisted that I hang out with them afterwards. And I am really, really sorry for being late, but it sounds like you've totally forgot about me. I want to know, know what a Japanese jam band's like. Can you liken them to an American jam band? They sounded like Mo. And that, 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 is,、um, that is a favorable thing? Yeah, they were really good, man. They were really good. Well, and you said that they wanted you to hang with them after. What is that code for? <laughs> you know, we were just drinking, having fun, talking. Do you mean to tell me that you're under the influence right now? I'm very much under the influence of alcohol. So, and what, what were you guys drinking? What do you drink out there? I was just drinking Kirin.、Um, at the beginning of the night, I had an oolong hai, which is oolong tea. It's like an ice, a spiked iced tea with Japanese liquor called shochu. When I was in Tokyo, that was what I was getting at here. Is I, I had some snake shochu. We were in this little hole in the wall sake spot, and there was enough seating for four people. And the bartender, 
bartender was giving us some sake and he was being super friendly and it was just me and a couple of other gaijins. He spoke actually pretty decent English and wanted to know if we wanted to try something new. Of course we said yes. And he brought out this mason jar that had, the liquid was cloudy. There was something at the bottom and it looked just like some, like an old can of sauce or something <laughs> that had just, you know, it had, it had sort of the oil and the vinegar, you know, didn't mix and it had sort of separated. And then he, he kind of did something to it and it became very clear that what was at the bottom was a snake that had been coiled up on the inside of it, and oh the God. mouth was wide open, and it had its big fangs oh pressed up God. against the glass <laughs> of the mason jar from the inside. So I thought this was some sort of gag that he was just trying to get a couple of gringos to sniff it or drink it or who knows what. So I sort of explained to him that I wasn't going to drink it unless he drank it, and the bartender took it, poured himself a, a shot of it and pounded it pretty quickly. So at that point, we figured, why the hell not? It was pretty tasty. It felt like a Andrew Zimmern thing from uh, the Bizarre Foods or something. It was it was pretty wild. Yeah, man. Did you just take a bite into some food? Yeah, I bit into an apple, Brian. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's almost three in the morning here. Give a brother a break. Let's get back to business here. You should start recording now. I've been recording this whole time, Brian. All of this I is know, being live streamed to a website of our demonry. What is the thing that you miss the most, despite having just been back three weeks ago? <laughs> oh man, the thing I miss the most is is just uh, people. You know, I miss people the most. I think, but apart from like familiar so people or just white people. No, not f dude. Honestly, I miss I miss the diversity of America. I miss um, how colorful of a country we are. I miss black people. I miss Hispanic people. I miss Asian Americans. I miss I just the idea that America is this melting pot. I miss that. Japan is so homo homogenous. <laughs> Japan is homogenous. Japan is so homogenous. Like I miss, I miss the you know the interaction between cultures. That I think that's what makes America great. I don't want to sound like Obama on a stump speech, but honestly, it's true. It really is. I really believe that's true. I miss different kinds of food. I miss cheese. Oh man, I miss cheese. Yeah. So do you have plans for New Year's Eve? Yes, I will be in Nagano, the city of the 1998 Winter Olympics. Absolutely. On, on New Year's Eve with a couple familiar friends, including former podcast guest and close friend. Mr. Adam Rubin. Uh, do you give your guests final say, final cut on the uh, edit? Absolutely, you will not get final cut. But what I will give you is final well, say right now. you will see me in court, sir. <laughs> I will give you final say right now, Brian. You have the last word. Go. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Is there anything you, you want? Spot. Is there anything you want to say before we go, Brian? Hi, mom. That's cool that you said what up to your mom. Brian, you are absolutely right. Arigato gozaimashita. Watashi no podcast ni mashita. Arigato gozaimashita. Domo arigato gozaimashita. Yoroshiku na yaragaishimasu. Aite yokatta. Thank you to everybody that, for listening. All, that to, <laughs> all of that just to say thanks for coming on the podcast. And thank you so much to everybody else for listening to this fucking shit show of a podcast. And... Sayonara.